The following show contains spoilers for episode 4 of Survivor 41. Hello again. Hello again? Hello, hello. It's it's, kind of quiet around here today. Yeah, we got a nice uh, two dudes talking show uh, (laughs) this time around. The way podcasts were designed to be. Yeah, we got we got me here too, and of course I've been here every week now. Uh, I'm on the Blockbuster Definition team, and I'm joined by Soaring. Uh, the slightly fewer friends we made along the way. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they had friends. They seem to be losing them. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, typically we have a bunch of people on here, and we're all on different teams, and we do a fantasy draft, and then we count the points as the current season of survivor uh progresses through and it's always really fun and survivor is great and assigning these extra little points to it uh just makes it all the more interesting uh we kind of have two extremes on the teams this week uh we're missing the ones in the middle of the the flame pog empire but uh, Blockbuster definition still holding on to all their players uh, this many episodes in. And meanwhile, uh, the friends we made along the way is down to only three. All right. Well, I, I think as per our rules, uh, the team member present for the recording has to consent to trades. So, uh, hi, Flame Pog Empire. I'd like to trade three of your players for JD, Eric, and Sarah. How about that? Yeah? Yeah? I'll, I'll take your sounds as yes. i wish (laughs) yeah so notably uh you know just jumping right into it uh we lost jd in the episode tonight and he not only was uh i guess he wasn't your winner pick necessarily he was he was fred's winner pick but no he was my winner pick i had to i had to convince fred that this was like oh, the really? one bargaining chip i had okay. in the draft I was, just, I was just reading the <laughs> predictions down here where it says deshaun is your winner pick uh either way jd was your first pick and was pretty popular uh among... i guess he wasn't my winner pick he was my score a lot of points pick <laughs> yeah uh pretty popular among most of these teams However, uh, he's here going out pretty early on. So I, I think we touched on this last week, uh, but JD came across as really together and and aware in his preseason interviews, mm-hmm. but that facade totally melted away when he got on the beach. Yeah, he, he seemed going into, you know, like someone who was like super intelligent and very sociable and like could easily get along with everybody and had this cool calm like energy to him really reminding me of like the most popular kids in school uh but coming out on the show it's been really fun to see him be a little bit more of a of a goofball out here uh he has like (laughs) no like self social awareness at all so yeah, like it's, I it's think he believes all these things he says about himself, but I don't believe they're true. Yeah, he he's been really fun fun to watch on the show. So I am pretty sad that he went home this episode even though like it, the uh, alternative would have been Genie going home for my team. I would have much rather had JD stick around <laughs> a little bit longer. Yeah, but I think, you know, the unfortunate thing is uh 
JD's been on the block like literally every episode this season. Yeah, is <laughs> it's just tough on these tribes, and I really do think he kind of hung around as long as he can. Yeah. Um, though I I w- was surprised to see him go home tonight, and I've seen a whole bunch of different opinions uh, between uh, which person was the right move between JD and Genie. Uh, in the moment, I really feel like getting rid of Genie at that moment made a lot more sense um, because you would get to keep JD as like a number for longer versus Genie, who, you know, I guess could be loyal. But at the beginning of the episode, she seemed very much like, you know, screw all you guys. I'm going to do my own thing. You're dead to me. Yeah, where like Shan and JD had like, a tumultuous alliance. They did have an alliance. I think from JD's perspective, that was a true alliance and they were true allies from JD's perspective. Well, uh, Shan was a bit wishy-washy on it from her side. Mm -hmm. I don't think JD was aware of that. So she, JD would have been a good ally for her to carry through to, we're we're getting a merge next up. So we have to, right? (laughs) We can't let Ua hang out to dry much longer. Right. Um, well, I can talk about the merge in a minute, but I, I do agree that JD really just seems like someone so loyal. Like he's giving the advantage to, uh, Chantel twice now. And I feel like that's not something <laughs> like JD would do if he didn't completely trust, uh, Chantel. And she should have recognized that because what should have happened, right. To build like the mutual trust would be JD keeps the, the extra vote and then he doesn't use it. And now they know they're in it together. But obviously, you know, Chantel took the vote and then voted JD out. So no trust there at all, I guess. Uh, when it comes to the merge, uh, how many people do we have left? We start at 18. We're down five, so we're at 13 people. Uh, in these modern seasons, right, typically we do merge at a 13. However... I, we got the short game. I wouldn't be surprised if we merge a little bit later, right? Because we're we're at the number we normally merge. But uh, do you think we might like go into two teams now? Though I don't. Maybe? I don't think so. I think we're just gonna keep running it through. Really, uh, poor Ua. <laughs> so we're going into episode five next week, and then six the week after, and seven is when we normally merge. Uh, it's like nice halfway. In the middle. However, I don't know if we're going up to the same amount of episodes this season. I know the game within the game ends at what eleven or twelve on the website. Twelve at month least. normal episode or so, is twelve month the normal season length? I, I thought it was like twelve and then a finale, but maybe I'm wrong. Does but I don't know. Maybe you're thinking of the CVS.com uploads, which usually upload the finale as a separate episode. Or Maybe let me, many let, me, seasons. let me open up season 40 right now. Uh, let's see. So that goes. Okay. So how, so for season 40, it goes up to episode 13 and then episode 14 is the finale. But on the game within the game, it only goes up to episode 12 and there's only scrambles up to episode 11. So I'm assuming hmm. episode 12 is the finale. So if we're merging at the halfway point, then maybe we merge episode six. So we do one more and then we merge. I feel like that that would make sense. And then we would merge at 11 
and then it would be like a nice odd number <laughs> for the merge boot. I re- God, it sucks to be you. <laughs> really, I think they could just kind of do whatever they want here. Though, uh, I don't know if they swap. On so usually when they do, it's it's usually told to us in the next time on. And right. If that didn't... because it's so hard to get extra clips where it doesn't spoil that there is a merge, so you may as well show it. Yeah. So I, you know, I don't watch those, so I don't know if it was there, but I'm assuming the fact that you don't know that it it, it probably wasn't there. So. I also was only half paying attention. I was doing the game within the game <laughs> at the time. So right. so Jeff Probst was telling me about uh about strategy. Yeah. Well, Bad here's strategy. the and here's the thing with the game within the game. I I have to skip most of these because he'll be like, "All right, so this is coming straight from the next episode." Well, I can't watch that. It's a spoiler. <laughs> so, I really just I I solve the the puzzle and then I do the scramble. What do you think about the scramble for this week? It, it didn't make a lot like t- toy isn't really something i associate with survivor like you are, are you mean like toying with people's emotions it feels like, like too sinister. An, or like an advantage is a toy i don't know i do feel like it was a bit of a downgrade uh for going at the the difficulty of the scrambles because last week yeah it could have been run or earn i i know and i i i put run down because earn's not a word that my brain automatically comes up with yeah i think a lot of people put run down for last week first and yeah. i think that's funny how our our minds kind of work like that but toy uh not not much variation there are, are you saying the password wasn't yacht <laughs> not this time or oit yeah game within the game has been fun i it is exciting when i when i see it pop up however uh haven't been too crazy and i you know i know it's like meant for kids or whatever but i feel like the scramble part could be a little a little better but... is it meant for kids because every time i watch survivor i get a this program is rated for ages 14 plus viewer discretion is advised yeah i mean i got paramount plus tell me as <laughs> coarse language <gasps> but i don't remember anything shield the children's ears anything too coarse this episode I don't know. Yeah, and they usually, like, censor the mouths. Like, they blur the mouths when they swear on the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's for the kids. For the kids. So, this episode, notably, uh, especially compared to the past three, is almost completely absent of any, like, advantage finding or events or anything like that going on. We do get, like, the discussions of JD's extra vote as kind of like a a bartering chip of trust. And then Jeannie talks about the shot in the dark quite a bit. And that's kind of the, the theme that they're really teasing at us this episode is, is the shot in the dark at Tribal, which we haven't seen yet. And I really thought this was the first time we were going to get to see it. But apparently there was some finagling going on there where JD apparently uh, (laughs) built enough trust with Jeannie before Jeannie getting voted out. So I feel like we missed a little bit here because everybody except JD voted for JD. So Jeannie knew Mm -hmm. the plan. Or maybe she like figured – maybe she all along figured it's either me or JD so she – throws it on jd right that's that's definitely possible yeah um i just think it's interesting that it kind of broke down in this way where it seems like jd is the one like reassuring her but then genie 
ends up voting for JD. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he brought that up. It's like, oh, I, I've just got to ease Jeannie's nerves to make sure that, you know, she knows that we're going to be, that she's going to be safe so she doesn't uh, get immunity in the in case that I can be saved or whatever. But also, like, JD is going to be the least reassuring person there. Like, in that moment, they both fully believe it's one of them going home. So if JD's safe, then Jeannie's not safe. If Jeannie's safe, then JD's not safe. It doesn't make sense for him to be the one to reassure her. <laughs> yeah, so I don't fully fully understand that. But either way, we don't see the shot in the dark getting played, which I was kind of, kind of disappointed at. I guess my best-case scenario for like the whole season was like genie plays the shot in the dark one so we get to see it two so i get some points for it but then she ends up getting voted out anyways because jd's a little more fun to have around on the screen right but, um do i do want to cycle back to a few things we, we we had our first uh reward challenge yeah i was i was a bit surprised about this one i really thought we were sort of abandoning uh the rewards and I thought we were just going to get the immunity <laughs> challenge right at the beginning. Did we even, like, have a reward challenge in our rules this season? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we keep it there for sure. Uh, it's <laughs> I don't think it's any less points than an immunity challenge just because, you know, at the end of the day, they are both still challenges. Uh, even though I guess you could argue the immunity is a little more important, uh, they still get scored save your energy in the in the reward challenge keep it for the immunity yeah uh so the reward challenge uh you know we obviously get this emotional moment with with heather (laughs) where uh she finally appears on our screens um but i the one thing that sticks out here more than anything else is the fish that that jeff is yes. doing because when he like a very blue it, fish it was very very stiff <laughs> and i just thought that was funny uh but it was very pretty and the, and you know the other side too was where ua tribe or was it it was yase yase gets the who got the friend i can look at the thing it's ua ua, ua gets the friend that oh, shows up the... yes and uh, he shows them that the... For a second, I thought you meant the turtles. No. <laughs> the... Man, those those turtles were so cute. But also, maybe a source of food? No. No, of course no, not. No, I, I, I don't think they'd be allowed. I think it might have been against the law even if they wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but it's like when you're on Survivor... Uh, I mean, Survivor already got in big trouble for killing a pig in Australia. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're definitely not supposed to uh, interact with anything. Either way, it was a really cool scene, especially since we haven't seen anything like that in Fiji. Uh, It was a nice little addition to to see that all going on. I'm just glad there weren't any predators around for the sake of all the little turtles. But, yeah, no, the the guy shows up on, on Ua and shows them how to cook fish and... He doesn't really show him how to spear fish, but we definitely get a cool scene where he's in the water. Uh, He climbs a tree and then climbs upside down, down the tree, which doesn't seem as helpful for survival, (laughs) but was a pretty, pretty cool deal. Uh, Nathan was just showing off. Yeah, this was a nice return to some of the older seasons where they, they bring in this local expert 
and show off some skills. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's hard to necessarily see how it actually helps out the the people. But I much prefer, from my perspective, a reward like this where we get some sort of content in the episode versus, like, they get some blankets and then they just, like, have blankets for nighttime. Or <laughs> the one reward I'll always think about is in Ghost Island when they got the coffee and then for the entire season, like, everybody just had coffee cups with them. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that uh, was fun. I mean, hey, we had pina coladas here. Okay, maybe not pina coladas, but we had lime and the coconut. <laughs> and, and and we shook it all up. Yeah. We got this time. Good deal. The, the, the important survival skill, putting the lime in the coconut. Yeah, it at least makes it more bearable having some flavor out there. And that they won't get. Yeah, I, th- I feel like that's what a lot of his. I feel like that's what a lot of his tutorials were about, like making things more palatable. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, obviously, he was the expert, so it's good. It, it was it was a fun fun reward, and then in this sort of in between time between the reward challenge and the immunity challenge, we finally get to hang out at Luvu for a little bit. And we're not just talking about how great or how awful Nasir is. <laughs> wow, Nasir was a background character all episode. Well, I guess no. Nasir did fuck things up this yeah. episode. So <laughs> yeah, so we get the setup here of what I really loved from this episode. We get the setup where uh, Erica goes to Deshawn and is like, "Hey, we gotta get Sydney out because Sydney is emotional." And then Deshawn is like. You're totally right. I am 100% with you. That sounds like a great plan. Let us do that. And then Deshaun's just like, everybody, yo, I love Sydney. Why would you get rid of her? <laughs> and then Deshaun, everybody else is like, hey, I want to get rid of Erica right now, and I'm going to throw the challenge to do it. And, you know, of course, then we, we visit Dan. He's like, oh, I don't think we can throw the challenge. That goes, uh, you know, against my essence of, of being as a cardinal sin in my life. I could never never do that um regardless we go to the challenge around now and it's kind of told through uh Dijon's perspective he's checking <laughs> in with us a lot throughout the challenge I, I i really liked this this style it f- made it feel a lot more engaging to me because uh, a lot of the times i kind of zone out the mm-hmm. immunity challenges because like okay they're swimming they're they're diving i get it come on get, get me to the carnival game so i can feel tension <laughs> yeah uh and it's kind of interesting we see that with both the challenges this episode where we get a little bit of a uh, specific perspective in the reward challenge it was with heather uh and this one's with deshaun right instead of just showing us everyone competing in the format we've seen hundreds of times now um we actually get <laughs> deshaun's specific perspective where he's like you know he's trying to mess up on the knots and he's trying to go slow but despite he's all of his efforts <laughs> despite all of his efforts they just keep coming out on top and <laughs> It's just absolutely. I, I'm more so surprised. I'm more so surprised that Yase won this challenge, given how much they bungled up, like getting ashore. Yeah, <laughs> Evie like swimming in the wrong direction. <laughs> this is just a really fun challenge. Uh, but yeah, d- despite Deshaun's best effort, uh, Luvu does end up winning 
uh, the little immunity, I, I believe. And uh, Erica gets to live another night, apparently. And it's funny from my perspective, because I was thinking, okay, like if, if Ua goes to tribal, then Jeannie's going home. If Luvu goes, then Erica's going home. If Yase goes, then Xander's going home, right? So I felt kind of in trouble no matter what this episode. But for me, like it was the exact opposite. I was clenching my teeth along with Deshaun because I knew that if Ua lost, JD was out of here. That guy has been hanging on way too long. And I knew that if uh, Ua was going back to tribal, JD wouldn't be coming back. <laughs> well, you are definitely right. Uh, after this challenge, we spend time on Ua where, uh, you know, Chantel hatches this plot to uh, convince JD to give her the steal a vote and he completely falls for it. Uh, she gets the vote and then they decide to turn then, it around then on she... Then she humps her tune, which I'm beginning to get a bit weirded out by, if I'm being honest. Yeah, we get the return of this humming melody that they kind of play up with the the sound design. Very much I, a trademark. I mean, I think the first time this came up, it was kind of cute. It was like, oh, this is my mischievous theme song. I, I, I can just picture it. Uh, but But now, like, what is this, two weeks in and she's like humming it to herself like oh this is what i think because i betray my friend that that's kind of psychotic in my opinion uh maybe (laughs) (laughs) i think they're trying to show it to us in a good light but maybe there's some evil lurking within um regardless this move is definitely pretty cold i mean like strategy aside you know taking this this friend uh at least has been shown to us as a friend and just totally blindsiding them, I thought was was pretty surprising, especially like this early in the game. And I wonder how that will sort of affect the perception of her going forward. Because now that there's only three people left here, uh, you know, Jeannie as maybe a wild card, honest element, but like between Chantel and Ricard, like they can kind of keep this a secret right that 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 Chaudel is just willing to vote out one of her you know closer allies just like that with uh no hesitation really do you think that's going to come up do you think that somewhere down the line Ricard and Chantel end up on different sides of the tribe and this is going to end up being a bargaining chip somewhere no I just imagine Jeannie getting to the merge and maybe feeling more comfortable with uh, you know, like the Yase group maybe and being like, hey, we got to like be really careful of Chantel because she has been the number one here the whole time. But what's interesting too is that Jeannie uh, identified Ricard as the mastermind, which from our perspective is not really what's happening. Ricard is saying... We haven't really seen a lot of Ricard in general since the first episode. Yeah, and there, and Ricard still is. Uh, there's this gimmick in the edit where Ricard is like, "All right, we got to vote this person out tonight," and then that person does not go home. <laughs> so they're I'll really look out for that one. They're really playing up Ricard as someone who is just constantly wrong. Uh, so it's interesting that they're like, "He's a mastermind," 
the so I'm curious what that sort of means for Ricard's long term uh chances because generally you don't want to be called out like that. So it really just puts Chantel in a good position uh with Ricard as a bit of a shield. So uh she's she's in a good spot. It's too bad you guys got Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, if Frederick, of course, if, this is why you didn't show up today, isn't it? <laughs> if Fred picked Chantel, then Chantel probably wouldn't have won. That's just how it, how it goes. Yeah. I, okay. So let's see. Let, let me see who, who's left on my tribe. Right. We've got uh, we we got Sydney. Uh huh. We got uh, pull up this thing. We got S- Sydney, Evie, and Liana. Yeah. All right. So one of these three are, is the winner because of the way that uh, this works, right? You think? I, I always pick the winner. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, then Evie is definitely the most likely of those three. I would say uh, Evie seems to be in a really good spot. Um, Sydney's in a, in a good spot on Luvu as well. Uh, there's a lot of information that leads back to her, and or you know goes back to her. And she seems pretty well connected, even though it seems like she is making enemies, sort of, out of Heather and Erica. Um, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know what's going on with Sydney, but of all of the people still around on Luvu, uh, it seems like she is maybe like the second most important after Nasir, maybe the third after Deshaun. And Liana is doing doing all right, but is kind of also put in the second position next to Evie, kind of similar to Ricard and Chantel. So either way, it's interesting to have sort of these uh, duos and alliances going around. And Xander is still a little bit of a wild card where... Uh, we didn't get to check in with Xander. Yeah. We didn't get to, <laughs> you know, see how he reacts to, to Brad's exit. Yeah, no butterfly mention. No Xander being like, wait, so do I, like, ever get to vote? Uh, Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going on with, with Xander, but, you know, he didn't go to tribal, so I guess it, it wasn't really an issue here. Though I imagine, you know, y'all say goes to tribal. Xander is just getting voted out, no question. You think so? I I think so. I don't think there's any way, especially after like keeping Tiffany, uh, and even though he doesn't have have any power yet, just the potential power he has. Um, I feel like you just get rid of him, and they're not really any worse off. Especially just I don't know, yeah. like he he has the extra vote, but he can't use it. He has a third of an idol. And if we're merging in two episodes, uh, Tiffany also exists on that drive. Yeah, who knows? And Tiffany, like they want to keep. <laughs> so I, I just feel like Xander would would go home pretty much. Do that. I don't feel like I've like noticed Tiffany have much of an edit. Uh, no, def- Tiffany's definitely been around. Tiffany had a, a pretty significant moment this episode too, where she's like, you know what? They chose between me and one of the dudes, and guess what? We started winning challenges. And it's true. Ever since uh, oh, Voce yes, got voted out, Yase has continued to win immunity. And they won, you know, second place in the reward challenge, too. So apparently not as much of a disaster. As, you know, I admittedly kind of predicted that uh, 
they would just keep losing. They're they're definitely figuring things out. But yeah, the future for a lot of these players, I feel like, is is interesting, and we have a lot of uh, a lot of like little dynamics forming. I'm curious if there's going to be any payoff to uh, like the summit island, though, or if by the time they do merge, those have just been like so far off they won't mean anything. But I'm especially surprised, like after Evie told Deshaun about the idol, that like he hasn't found it at all. He hasn't gone looking as far oh, as yeah. we, we haven't even have been shown. Like Sean hasn't even thought about it. Well, they they tried looking for it in the premiere. <laughs> I guess you know he he comb, he combed that like five meter stretch of beach. <laughs> and it's not here. It's not the, the idol does not exist. Clearly, there's no idols on this bridge season of Survivor. Yeah, we just don't know anything about what's going on over here on on Lufu. And then same with uh. Ooh, I'm surprised that they didn't look for, like, a re-hidden Brad idol. You know, maybe they did, but it's just nobody found it, so they didn't show who, it. Who knew, did, who, who knew Brad had an idol? Chantel knew, and then she told everyone. Right. You see, I have, like, bad memories. That's why I'm bad at the game. <laughs> I, I can't remember the alliances or anything. Yeah, there's definitely a lot that goes on here. Uh, but... You know, it, for this episode, really, like, compared, you know, the, the the premiere was really good. Premiere was a nice return to Survivor, but compared to the last two episodes, uh, I feel like this one was just by far way better, and it really <laughs> comes down to not needing to spend a bunch of time on advantages. Even with the reward challenge in there, like, it just all felt really good, <laughs> and I loved the sort of, like, comedy of Deshaun not being able to throw the challenge completely and sort of the dynamics for me Chantel. that was 10 minutes of tension <laughs> yeah it, it was all it was all really fun it was a good episode and I would love to see more like this going forward in less time spent on on the advantages but who knows who knows what will happen well any any last thoughts before we get into the numbers not really it's pretty pretty straightforward episode all things considered yeah it's good it's nice it's a good episode all right let's go ahead and talk about the points then uh and just like the episode you know because there wasn't a lot of <laughs> complicated advantage stuff going on uh the points reflect that we got a very important uh important thing in the points this week actually okay the first episode of the entire season where the friends we made along the way are not in last place baby it's also probably gonna be the last time this is true you know that that is <laughs> those are probably <laughs> both facts i know the first one is uh <laughs> who knows about the second one but yeah in this case uh the flame pog empire actually comes out in third place this week just because of the way the uh, challenges broke down now the interesting thing is that everybody this week got some sort of points for challenge wins because both challenges had second place, you know, positions, and there's a little bit of variety around there. So Flamebug Empire just has, um, you know, five points from the rewards, and let's see five points from the immunities, and then once you add in the episode points, they oh, sorry, it's seven points from immunity wins. So once you Add everything up together, they get 16 points for the week. Um, 
Then the friends we made along the way got seven reward points and eight immunity points plus uh, episode points. They get 19. And then up in first place, uh, the blockbuster definition got eight points for reward wins. And thanks to the Luvu tribe, even though it was only second place, we did get up to nine immunity win points and got an extra one point because Genie got a vote <laughs> and did not go home. Uh, and we still have all of our players in the game, so we got up to 24 points. So maybe not the best in terms of uh, challenge wins this time around because Luvu did not get first place again and again. But we still got some extra credit in there, and we are doing all right for ourselves, widening the gap little by little uh, between our score and the Flame Park Empire, who's in second place. So let's go to totals then. Uh, unlike the week, the friends we made along the way is unfortunately still down at the bottom with 73 points. And the longer we go, the less likely it seems that, you know, they might be able to make a comeback. But, you know, we can still hold out hope. <laughs> uh, you know, Blockbuster Definition could suddenly start losing all six players in a row. <laughs> it's totally possible. A massive fired camp. Everybody <laughs> has to be medevaced. Oh, no. <laughs> So it's always a possibility. Uh, next up is the Flame Pog Empire up at 91 points. And then Blockbuster Definition is at 106. So we have officially broken into three digits. Uh, that's neat. Happening only at episode four. Uh, these points definitely seem bigger than usual. But we also have bigger tribes than we than we have in the past especially last season we only had four people so two more gives quite a bit of a bonus especially when three of those people are bringing in like nine points more or less every week so looking forward uh we've kind of broken down where a lot of these people seem to be going you know a lot of these players have sort of promising futures and like good alliances and relationships formed and a lot of them seem like they could probably just get voted out at any point uh but either way it looks like we might be heading into a merge where it'll be like all of luvu versus yase and yua combined or maybe you know we end up with like a Chantel and ricard versus evie and liana sort of situation I feel like either of those could kind of work out, but I think, you know, if you if you go into a merge and Luvu still has like their entire tribe there, they're pretty oh, no. threatening. And and, you know, Luvu is ready to start like voting each other out. We're just gonna have a freaking Goliath alliance again, aren't we? I don't I don't know, because when these tribes stick together for so long, like as soon as we get as soon as they're vulnerable, they're like ready to go. So like you know they're ready to get you know erica out and erica is ready to get sydney out and you know once heather if, if heather makes the merge then she'll probably stick around for a bit because she won't be as as threatening in the challenges so well i mean that that's the thing right like we're talking about getting rid of 
Erica in this episode, mm-hmm. but that was more of like a for the good of the tribe situation. But once it's open game, getting rid of Erica is a lot less of an appealing. Yeah, uh, I just think proposition. Yeah, I think Deshaun is just worried, and he, you know, he vocalizes he's worried about Erica being someone who lies low, and then is able to uh, kind of sneak in at the end and make a, a few key moves and win. Uh, one thing that he mentioned that kind of got my attention is talking about how Erica is very quiet around camp, which, you know, I can super easily relate to as someone who, you know, is generally more quiet in groups. But on a game like Survivor, if you're not able to make those, like, close connections and bonds between people, then you're probably not going to be in the greatest position in the long term just because people won't feel like they can trust you or they won't want to keep you around. But, I mean, if, if that's who Erica is, then that's great for everybody else. Drag her along to third place all the way. Yeah, but what if she makes that big move, like <laughs> getting rid of Sydney? you know, because that, that's what she said. I want to make big moves. So er- right, Erica's just er- very volatile, uh, so I can see them trying to get her out at the earliest opportunity. I don't know. <laughs> I've I've just seen our our spanner. Yeah, very good. <laughs> for for the audience, it is the Drake meme, you know, where he's like, "Nah, yeah," uh, but it's a uh, Nasir photoshopped onto Drake's head, and it's throwing challenges. Nah, throwing challenges. Yeah, get it? Because carnival games. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that wraps it up uh, for us this week. Uh, it was nice. Sorry, you get a chance to uh, just do a one-on-one chat without a lot of voices being thrown around. I feel like we were able to focus on the episode a little bit more. Uh, however, yeah, we 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 even got like forty minutes. I thought this thing was going to be twenty minutes tops. Well, you can't put a you can't put a number in there because. Mango is going to edit the episode, and... I mean, this thing was... 41 minutes and 28 seconds. I thought it was going to be 20 minutes tops. <laughs> yeah, the, thanks to Mango for, for editing the episode, making us sound way better than we actually are in real life, and making the podcast a pretty nicely polished piece of content. Uh, you can go back and listen to all of our other episodes over at rngshow.com. We got episodes for uh, all the Survivor seasons starting at season 36, Ghost Island, where we're doing the same thing, where we draft and we count the points. You can go check those out. Uh, also, keep your eyes open and your ears open for uh, podcasts about other TV shows that, that might be be showing up around there uh as we brought in our interests and have a need to discuss we're really just working things back aren't we (laughs) (laughs) this used to be a podcast about video games then we were a podcast about uh netflix television series then we were a television then we were a podcast about survivor for a while maybe you're going to see some netflix television series again soon maybe Maybe. Uh, thanks to Subtact for the use of our theme song, Step Up. If you want to go look at our spreadsheet where we have 
all the points that each contestant has earned over time. You have point breakdowns per episode. You have the the team's points that they've earned over time, both uh, per episode and cumulatively. You got all of our rules on there. There's a whole page filled with them. Uh, the order we drafted players in. You know, there's so much stuff to to check out on the spreadsheet that is at rngshow.com slash 41 41 of course being the number of this season of survivor <laughs> and we will be back here in the same place next week probably with a slightly different group of people as always maybe someone will be here <laughs> from the flame pog empire no it's going to be the exact same group just you and me it, for- it could be just me and soaring again who knows <laughs> and we'll be here either way so what, will we I, I probably will maybe <laughs> maybe you probably will yeah all right bye will i though that's, <laughs> that's the question Uh, so I got this really weird business card uh, the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got some some triangles, circles, and squares on it. It's like 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 a PlayStation thing. I bet. I bet if I call this number on it, uh, you know, I might I might be able to get a free PS5. I, I haven't been able to track one down yet. Oh, that'd be cool.